It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, hey! What's up, party people? Woo! Woo! Spring Break 99! Boom, Cisco's thong song playing on the boombox. Let me see that song. I was tortured by that song in eighth grade because I was dating this chick, Jordan. And apparently she sat in front of my friend Cody and they could see her thong in English class. So for like months, it was just thong, 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 thong. And I was like, stop, guys, stop. Yeah, I did that to a girl. I was at a I was at a Britney Spears concert, and the chick in front of me I thought was real hot, and I was in junior high, and uh, I was like yeah. trying to uh, start a conversation. So her thong was sticking out, so I started singing the thong song, and then she got all embarrassed, and I totally scored some digits. Didn't didn't bone her though. You remember Whale Tales? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a what an era, dude. Tube tops, whale tails. All right, guys, so this is hats off, gloves off. You know what it is. For those of you that don't, we give hats off to those who deserve it and gloves off to those that deserve it. Uh, the good and the bad, the yin and the yang, we dish out justice. You can do a good thing and be a bad boy. You can do a bad thing and be a good boy. You can be a little one of those little ch- cherubs that, uh, that um, Mexican gangsters get tattooed on them. And yeah, next of, to Tweety Bird. Yeah, yeah, and like a, the lips on your throat. Speaking and of Mexican gangsters, scary gankers, clowns. Yeah, so f- they love clowns, dude. I mean, you have one of my favorite stories ever. <laughs> you telling that guy you work with, that Mexican dude, you're like, "Oh, I'm a comedian." You're like, "So what? Like, you put on like clown makeup and yeah. shit?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the no look concept. of disappointment when I when I showed him what I actually, you know, when I, I'm like, "No, no, I just dress normal," and he was so sad, like, "You fucking hack! You're not the real deal." You're yeah, not they all comic. just assume you're the fucking the bumblebee guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or or you're just a dude who's like uh, emceeing like a music show over like a thousand hot chicks dancing in a waist deep pool. I don't know. I was always like, does my dad doesn't speak Spanish? Why is he always on this channel? And then it would cut in between music videos and it was just a bunch of chicks with their tits out. And you're like, that's what's up. Yeah, it's just yeah. hot chicks and bikinis and clowns. That's all of what Telemundo is. That's the entire... Mexican culture. There's nothing else to it. And tacos. clowns and bimbos. On Tuesday, they, they taco it up. <laughs> so speaking of Mexican culture, I got a good one out the gate. I'm just going to get it going because we got a natural segue. A natch seg, as I call it. <laughs> so after years, you, you've heard the stories of the, uh, the lackadaisical nature in which the cartels operate south of the border. Yeah, they're willy-nilly. Uh, so... Apparently, there's a few people who do not take kindly to that type of action in the uh, Mexican uh, long arm of the law, as they call it. Hold on, they don't take kindly to the to the gangsters. The 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 police, yeah, they're not real fans of the flaunting and the flossing and the the showing off. You know, they're always they have like gold AKs and fucking piles of money, and they'll just have shootout with like SWAT teams, and they get away with it. But apparently, there's this. Uh, there's a Marine, which is funny. You always forget that like other countries just have the military enforcing. You know what I mean? They have like La Policia, but then they also have like Federales, yeah. which is like the FBI. And then they also just have like the Army and the Marines also patrolling. <laughs> yeah, I've dealt with all of them for sure. Yeah, you're just you're just driving Mexico and all of a sudden there are like four tanks and a bunch of men who are like four foot three with with fucking automatic oh, weapons and they want to check you. I actually so have a picture. I have a picture. That? I got stopped in Mexico, and I was with this chick, and we had been through some drama. Like I don't know, my I have a shady uncle, blah blah blah, caused a bunch of drama. We had to go to jail for a little bit, and when we were leaving, we got pulled over by them, and we we're like so amped that we got a picture with them. And then I didn't know it at the time, but then when I looked at the actual photo, it's like the Federale guy is like fully groping my chick. He has like a hand like right below her <laughs> titty, like just trying to cop a feel. I'm like, God damn. Which that's like that was like a whole scene in Crash. That was one of the whole story arcs. Is that the cop groped his wife? Yeah. Fucking uh, what, Matt Dillon? So anyway, there's one a Marine 
who's garnering quite the reputation down there. His name is um, uh, Eric. Eric with a CK. It's usually it's a C or a K. But this guy's E R I C K, which is also not the first name I would imagine for a Mexican guy. But his name is Eric Morales Guevara. Um, the second two add up. Yeah, yeah. That's you got to you got to see part B and C of his name, and you're like, okay, this makes more sense. But he's been dubbed by locals as El Marino Loco. Hell yeah. That's, I want a nickname like that. That's exactly. a good name. And his, his other nicknames, are you ready for this? They get better. The next one is The Hammer. Sick. Which, that one's not even in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, El, El Hammer Ali or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking La Potas. I, uh, I should have taken Spanish. Hammer is like a word I thought I would have learned. Just because, like, most of Spanish I've learned is, like, working alongside Guatemalan dudes. Yeah, I've done a decent amount of construction, and I've, yeah, I never thought about it. No one ever said pass the hammerali. I don't know how you say it. The hamarito. Hamarito. Um, and his, his last nickname is Senor Thor. All right. This guy yeah, rules. Yeah, he's, I mean, maybe he's, like, the hammer, like, the metaphorical hammer, because he's got... You know, there's Thor's hammer, and he's Senior Thor, and then he's the hammer and El Marino Loco, which means the crazy marine. Um, yeah, yeah, Mexicans love nicknames, and I did get usually, that far. Usually, they don't start good. Like when I when I worked in the kitchen, my nickname started out as Pasuda, which means big pussy, and then it, <laughs> but once they actually liked me and I got got their respect from a, I don't know, being a good worker or whatever, it became Americano. Because they said I look like Johnny Depp and Blow with his ponytail. So I'm like, I mean, you go from Big Pussy to Johnny Depp, you're fucking, you're styling. You, you're making my way downtown, talking <laughs> fast paces, passing them home. About. You just got an extra fucking <laughs> skip in your step. So apparently, okay, so these, these cartel members, they get away with whatever the fuck they want. But this dude, El, El Marino Loco, does not play any fucking games. He recently uh, arrested two cartel hitmen, and he thought it would be funny to dress them up like women and make them kiss each other. <laughs> and he's not worried about repercussions from the goddamn cartel? He's Senor Thor. What are they going to do to Senor Thor? His, I his don't know. Dude, so he, he put them in drag and made them smooch. And this is the kind of homophobia I can get behind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. fucking he he made him kiss. Um, he also uh, forced a suspected cartel member, a different, a third party, to hold a small metal mallet while he held the barrel of an ass- of his assault rifle to the man's head. So he's like, "Yo, the hammer got him." Um, so no one knows what he looks like, and I mean, this article published his full like his fucking three government name. So I can't imagine he's hard to find, but he's always wearing a ski mask in all of his photos. Um, they said in one account, um, El Marino Loco was shown masked, uh, posing next to a cartel member with a black eye, presumably earned during his capture, wearing lingerie. <laughs> so this, this dude loves to just dress up with cartel members like fucking ladies of the night. And it's, it's, it's also never flattering, probably, you know, and it's never like well-fitting or like, you know, like Oscar De La Hoya looked like a, he looked like a sexy dude in lingerie. Sure, but he has to pick out his own clothes. I mean, if it's a yeah. if it's a marine picking out your clothes to humiliate you, yeah, he's not yeah, going to get guess. like a nice fitted sundress for you. <laughs> De La Hoya also had heels on, which I feel I, I think is great for you know the hindquarters. Uh, so, um, people are kind of upset, saying his tactics are uh, not necessarily orthodox or even strictly speaking legal. <laughs> But Morales, his unit is behind a series of arrests around Ciudad Reynoso, across the Rio Grande, in McAllen, Texas, and other Mexican cities. So this guy cooperates with American authorities crossing the border to help track down his own bad guys. So that's like that's all you can ask for. You got you got Mexican dudes coming across the border causing trouble in Texas, and he's like, no, I'll come get my own guys. Just get yes, get you a fucking hall pass. I'll meet you at fucking Taco Bell. Let's keep them on our side, dude. I mean, I know Trump isn't a big fan of these immigrants coming in, but I think even uh, Donald J. President would uh, would get down with uh, with uh, this fucking chingon 
Chingon coming up here. Um, so in another account, during a raid of a property in Tampico, which is funny, I always, you always forget that it's a, it's a region of Mexico and not just a, a juice that burns your throat. Um, in Tampico, he um, allegedly uh, ascertained the, uh, the remains, the ashes of a drug lord's late father and uh, defaced a photo of them as well. So he, he found this guy's ashes, and then he's like, no, I'm taking these. He didn't mess with them or anything. He's like, these are mine now. This is your dad's ashes? <laughs> these are mine. <laughs> and, then, and then just fucked up a photo of him and his dead dad. Um, so they put up, the cartel put up a bunch of banners claiming that uh, El Marino Loco, among other public officials, were on the cartel's payroll and... and suggesting he gets removed from his post so this dude's the only move the cartel has against him because he's he's a real robin hood type like he's got the hearts and minds of the folks the the everyday fucking average jose's so the the cartel's only like rebuttal is like hey he's not the hero you think he is he's on our payroll and they're like well why is he making all your hitmen dress up like ladies and kiss each other <laughs> Um, so every time he gets in trouble, they just shuffle him around like a fucking pedophile priest. So no, so instead of just like, I mean, and, and in the same fashion, he just wreaks havoc on wherever he lands. So the cartels are bribing like his superiors to get him out of their area. So he gets in trouble legally for like, you know, harsh tactics, law enforcement wise. So they move him to another region and they see just starts causing trouble over there. You can't stop this guy. Um, so the current report is that he is in quotes, Currently having fun in the Mexican state of Michoacan, where he continues to capture and cross-dress his victims to no avail. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the article. Shout out to uh, Senor Thor, the hammer. You're doing God's work, my friend. We we need hats off to you, sir. That's a straight up no sarcasm, you know, beautiful hats off. You know, because a lot of times you give hats off, people are being silly. But this guy is, in all seriousness, being a goddamn hero. Uh, the cartel is responsible for more fucking deaths than diabetes in Mexico. So this guy yeah. is just, you know, putting notches in his belt. In a, in, a, in a country where you can't even make beans without lard, that's saying a lot. Yeah. This, um, yeah, I mean, because it gets exaggerated a lot in America where they're talking about, like, you know, there's the thin blue lawn, and we got to be the sheep dogs to protect the sheep from the wolves, yada yada. But this guy's actually dealing with fucking bad dudes, and he's just making them dress like ladies. <laughs> My brother's here. What up, bro? Well, I he got said, a, what up? well, I got another hats off to a, a fallen soldier. R.I.P. Bummed about it. Uh, this is really gloves off hats, to the situation. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> nice cross. This uh, hats off to the man himself, gloves off to the organization, because another man has been brought down by whatever the fuck you want to call it PC, cancel culture, blee, blee, blah, blah, all that shit. You probably don't know who he is. My man, Mike Milberry, he is an announcer in the National Hockey League. He's a goddamn <laughs> legend. There's video of him. He played hockey for the Boston Bruins and in the 70s and there's video of him in 1979 after he won a game in new york and the fans start taunting people and so he climbs into the crowd starts beating the shit out of the fans (laughs) but the guy who started shit with them he ripped off the guy's shoe and beat the man with his own shoe (laughs) and this is just this, this is something in the past this is a good man. You don't want to catch hands from like Ron Artest because that was more recent. But like in the seventies, like that was like when they had to start forcing hockey players to wear helmets. Like these dudes had bricks for hands. That's not like yeah. getting punched by a sissy NBA player. Yeah, when it happened in basketball, it was like the worst thing that's ever happened. The saddest day in sports, and like it was, it didn't happen like every game, but it happened a lot. They actually had to raise the glass at hockey games <laughs> so the players couldn't climb them, and they're. They're not, like, taking their skates off. They're fucking doing this in ice skates. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, it was... They're into the nosebleeds to beat some dude's ass. It was somewhat common. And the guy who got beat up is the one who got arrested. Oh, so, man. So, anyway, I, this dude, Mike Milberry, so 
he's been an announcer for NBC Sports for quite a long time. And during during uh, one of the games the other day, they were uh, it was Brian Boucher, Mike Milbury, and they were talking about the quarantine bubble. And the, Brian Boucher said, if you think about it, it's a terrific environment. If you really enjoy being with your teammates for a long period of time, it's great. And then Mike Milbury says one sentence that got his ass fired. This is the sentence. Not even any women here to disrupt their concentration. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's all he fucking said. And he got an NHL condemns the insensitive and insulting comment Melbury made. It doesn't reflect our blah, 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 or our commitment to the game to be more inclusive, blah, blah, blah. All the only said, women involved in hockey are the fucking the ice girls. They're meant to just look hot. Well, so you're not distracting. Bored. Yeah, their whole thing is to be distracting. And like, how is that? There's no way that's offensive. I ran. I've ran this sentence by every woman I've seen since I heard about it. No one found it offensive because women can be distracting. Men, if the WNBA weren't all lesbians, if a bunch of dudes were in there, <laughs> they could be distracting. Huh? The idea. Because they always do that, like boxers don't fucking, they don't even like see their girlfriends for like the three days leading up to the fight because they believe like if they come and get distracted, it's going to take away their tenacity. Women can be distracting. So just do that by the numbers. If there is a hockey bubble with all men, straight men aren't going to fuck them. If there's a hockey bubble with all women, they might get into some shit. I mean, they might. Women are distracted. I mean, last year during the World Series, two women got kicked out because they were flashing the pitcher during the World Series games. I would say that's a woman being distracting. The year yeah, before yeah, the, that, the pitcher can't have more than like two colors on his sleeve, but some chick's tits out are fine. It's like yeah. no, if if if, if, the, if that you can register like you know a, a blue sleeve and a red fucking wristband as a total distraction for the hitter, then. Fucking four four nipples. It's definitely a distraction for the pitcher. Yeah, and in a in the Stanley Cup two years ago, there was a woman flashing during the last game, and it's like, but how is saying a woman could disrupt a man's concentration even remotely sexist, even remotely offensive? It's just look at the numbers, dude. It's and like being offended at fucking Don Cherry's Blazers. Yeah, well, well, he got fired, but he's a fucking idiot. Because, I mean, Don Cherry got brought down. Uh, he's a dumbass. He deserved it. Another guy, Jeremy Roenick, last year got fired, too, and he deserved it because he went on a podcast, and they, they have one girl announcer now in hockey, and Jeremy Roenick went on a podcast and was talking about having a threesome with her, with his wife. <laughs> not even like that. Not even that they did it, but, like, he was like a bro talk, like how cool it would be. And it's like, yeah, you deserve to get fired, you moron. You don't talk about fucking your coworker when you work for NBC. But Mike Milbury, he just said women could be, and all he said was they could disrupt their concentration. But a week earlier, he said something, another very true statement, but way more offensive that he didn't get in trouble for. He was saying that <laughs> watching, he was like, yeah, being in the playoff bubble and having no fans in the crowd, it reminds me of watching women's college hockey. <laughs> And nothing, <laughs> nothing. He got nothing for that one. And that one, again, very true. Is it really sexist if just by the numbers no one comes? Like, is it sexist for me to say that, like, the NBA is more popular than the WNBA? No. It's not like, not like he I'm was just like, running numbers. You can't have a bunch of ladies in here with their fucking dog brains yapping it up, talking about the uniforms. He was just like, oh, they can be a distraction. That's fucking uncalled for, dude. But that's, I don't know, that's the game they play. He's a goddamn legend for a while. And now, like, they're all calling for more diversity in hockey. And it's like they have I mean, one, there's no diversity in the sport itself. But for announcers, they have a black dude and a lady and a few old white guys. But uh, this is just beyond me. I know people have gotten fired for saying stupid shit, but he said nothing stupid. Yeah, there aren't women here is a fact. You're just breaking it down line by line. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just one line. And if, yeah, they they can disrupt their concentration. They're called puck fuckers. I know a chick who lives in Toronto who told me she spent her entire 20s fucking hockey players. What did she do? She went to the games. She snuck into the locker room and she boned the dudes. Puck bunnies, dude. 
<laughs> and the crowd goes wild. So hats off to you, Mike Milberry. I'm personally going to miss you. I like your off-the-cuff commentary. And, uh, yeah, there aren't a lot of fucking... There Don't aren't women. Uh, they'll, they'll, get a, they'll get a strong lady to replace him, and the sport will be uh, worse off for it. They have one lady, and she's actually pretty good. And no, I know, but every time you, you fire somebody out of wokeness, you got to hire a, a woman of color or a fucking... A black midget, or you know, yeah. Good luck finding good luck finding a black woman who likes hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, first of all, yeah, focus less on like the the infrastructure and more on the actual sport. Like it's, I don't know, what what is what's the entry level? What's the cost of entry? The barrier of entry to get into hockey? It's like six hundred dollars worth of pads when you're seven. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but um. But YOLO, what are you so going to do? What are you going to do? All these companies Mike. are going to keep doing this until they go fucking broke. Because that's all this is. It's ad dollars. That's all they want. They don't want to lose a fucking dollar. So anything that could even be fucking misunderstood as offensive. Like, also, I don't... I think I've met seven women in my life that even semi-regularly watch hockey. You could say women are fucking... Uh, you know, I don't know. Fucking dum-dums. Literally go... All women are stupid, and not a single woman's going to hear about it unless somebody shares it with them. Yeah, unless some fucking fucking cuck dude shares it with them. But, like, because, I mean, dude, I know a lot of people have gotten fired for shit, and I, I've looked, I may have not agreed with all of them, but I can look at the sentences and be like, I could see how that would be offensive yeah. to someone. But this one, not, no possible way could I find anything offensive about a woman possibly distracting a man. We've all been distracted. We've all had the friend who was like hung out all the time, and then you get a chick, and you don't see him for like two years. That's pure distraction. And that's just pure pussy distraction. Yeah, he's got the. Um, he's on uh, call by the uh, uh, paging Doctor Pussy. Um. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. to that dude. He'll get a job somewhere else. He'll. You know what? He'll be better off because. I mean, he doesn't lose his skill set. Just go start a podcast, and you'll make even more money. You've got a built-in audience. People will follow you over. I'm sure, you know, anybody that's a fan of you already follows you on Twitter or whatever. Just fucking launch a podcast. Make more money. You don't have the bullshit rules of fucking NBC. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, that's what everyone does now is they're like, yeah, I can say whatever offensive thing I want because I have my own podcast, and no one can cancel me. And except my fans, if they quit I mean, liking for, me. For Christ's sake, Joe Buck has a podcast. The fact that Joe Buck can be considered controversial by anybody. But he's like, I just feel safer over here on my own platform. It's just like, Jesus, guys, you need to figure it the fuck out. Joe Buck is the most vanilla bullshit commentary guy that I've ever seen. But yeah. whatever. What are you going to well, do? And speaking of sports, too, they're like uh, that shooting that just happened to that guy in uh, Wisconsin, right? That was Wisconsin. Uh -huh. A bunch of teams like the Dodgers aren't playing today. And the, a bunch of a bunch of the basketball teams didn't show up to the game and protest, and that's like a decent protest because usually it's like, okay, these players are kneeling, but they're still playing. Now it's like, hey, you racist fucks! If uh, if you if we don't quit killing black people, we're not going to have sports anymore. So that's actually a decent like, uh, you know, there's a little bit of consequence. No one gets to watch the NBA today. I don't know. Does it does it weigh out though? You know. No, they're going to play in the end. But at least it's like, okay, you shot a black man. Now we don't get to watch the playoffs. There, are, fucking, there are a I'm lot of racists. Out. There are a lot of racists out there upset because they can't watch LeBron today. Oh, boohoo! I, I, I don't think any true racist is a fan of any sport. You know, if you're a real racist, you watch like strictly like English cricket. You know what I mean? Where they don't even have like. Like India, because India plays cricket, Australians play cricket, but they got like Aboriginals and, uh, you know, uh, Lebanese and all types. It's a very mixing pot down there, but they just want to watch some white people in South Africa play fucking cricket. Otherwise, like, because like you can be like prejudiced, but anybody who's like really racist isn't going to be a fan of the NBA. Just Yeah, I did. I met a guy at a bar. I ended up yelling at him, but uh, <laughs> he, he was just, he's a fucking. 
he he's a drunk idiot and he's like super creepy and he does coke with his daughter and he was asking me if i knew who his daughter was and i said i didn't he's like you know blonde real nice body good tits and he was talking about his own daughter and he Jesus drunkenly s- said to me at the bar he's like yeah i, I can't watch football because i can't stand all the n-words uh getting paid that much money and i just fucking i kind of flipped out on him for many reasons oh, rightfully but, uh, so that's an actual racist yeah the idea that uh you like you get really upset because black people like make good money in a sport. That's fucking that's fucking insane. That's so removed from having anything to do with you. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Oh let just let it eat you up inside. Fuck. Alright, um I'm gonna give a gloves off to Kellogg's. Oh, no. One second. Yeah, well, I mean, where I'm standing right now, I mean, I'm a big Frosted Flakes fan. That's really the only attachment I have to Kellogg's is Frosted Flakes. Um, Well, they make a lot of stuff. Kellogg's. um, Honestly, you can interchange Kellogg's and Post. It's just the cereal companies. One makes, you know what I mean? If you you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you which one of them makes graham crackers. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I'm a big fan of the. Uh, well, one of the Kellogg's invented the graham cracker because he wa- it was supposed to stop you from fucking. Like he was very religious, and he made a cracker so bland that if you ate it, you wouldn't want to fuck. And mission achieved. I mean, yeah. Until some dude threw fucking melted marshmallow and chocolate in between them. Well, nothing, not nothing even that. Been a nice tent fuck. Not even that, but the graham cracker was not the graham cracker we know now. Like, he invented it, and then someone's like, well, let's make this tasty. Oh, yeah. If I'm not, if like, if I'm, if I'm eating graham crackers, I'm getting that, uh, they got, like, the cinnamon ones. Those are pretty good. But I'm not eating a graham cracker plain. Like, even if you dip it in milk, it sucks. But my point here is the Kellogg Corporation has recently come out with a new item. Apparently mermaid-themed waffles. Oh. Uh, so these are waffles that are blue raspberry flavored. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> they actually invented a literal blue waffle. Do you remember? Oh yeah. That? What What is the? I know it's a sex thing, but I don't remember what it is. No, it's like a. It's a fucking like an STI ridden vagina. Blue. I'll put a picture on Instagram and then. I won't post anything on Instagram for the next few days because they'll fucking ban me. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's just a disgusting, like, herpes-ridden, flame, oh, inflamed God. coochie. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to fucking Bing because I'm, I'm, I Googled blue waffle and it's all actual blue waffles. Fucking yeah, Google. well, that's you good. That's for. good. Google knows what I'm looking for. Gloves off to Google, dude. I'm looking for a fucking, a fucking sloppy-infected fucking ham wallet. Um... Blue waffle. Bing. Well, we all know. We know. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll find a fucking. We don't even need a photo. That's the thing. It's not necessary. The f- the fans can't see it, and I already know what it looks like. Yeah, but I I want to refresh my memory. Safe search is off. Bing won't even show me a goddamn blue waffle. Well, what's your point with the blue waffle gloves off? Where's the well, Where was R and D? Where was fucking market research? Where was any of these people? No one. And that now it was a gloves off to Kellogg's, but now it's a gloves off to fucking Google and Bing. Well, they're because... probably just older suits who don't know the fucking. Only millennials know what a blue waffle is. Millennials are younger. But no that's one... what I'm saying. They, it's now it's turned from a gloves off to Kellogg's to a gloves off to fucking search engines because. I was almost bashing these people for not doing their goddamn job. And now apparently they did do their job. And when they Googled it, all they saw were fucking blue colored waffles. Yeah, makes sense. It looked like they tried to do some research. All right, that's great. That's great. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, fucking gloves off to search engines, dude. Like, you know, you know what I'm fucking looking for, dude? Show me that nasty syphilitic crotch. So, you know what? I, I'm sorry, Kellogg's. I take it back. That is not your fault. You did do your research, and the internet let you down. Goddamn big tech censorship 
let, let you take it up the tailpipe. And now you got fucking three months of stock piled up in your distribution warehouses of fucking mermaid-themed blue raspberry waffles. And some kid's going to be asking her mommy for blue waffles. And some yeah. guy on the street's going to give her syphilis. Well, this, I mean, the now fucking... you're affecting the children. The mermaid thing has got to go. The unicorn thing has got to go. Like, every fucking... I've seen unicorn cereal, mermaid cereal, all kinds of bullshit. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. Just, I mean, I'm fucking... I'm 28 next month. In two weeks, I'm 28. Best cereal is still Honey Nut Cheerios. There's no fucking gimmick. There's no fucking... You know, they got the B, but what... You know what I mean? He's not really a selling point. He, he yeah. just got to keep up with Tony the Tiger. But he's not well, like fucking playing soccer and shit. What's better than Honey Nut Cheerios is the post version. And they're called Honey Nut O's. And if you ever come across those bad boys, you are in for a goddamn treat, believe oh, me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't discriminate. I'll, I usually eat like Malto meal, Honey Nut Toasted O's. Um, the ones in the bag, you know. I'll get Cheerios if they're on sale. Smart and Finals usually got great sales. Shout out Smart and Final. Yeah, but you, I'm saying the O's in particular are far superior to, to Honey Nuts. They, they, they're different. They're different. Just let me tell I you that. They also it's do a, Frosted O's. They do like uh, the sugar that's on Frosted Flakes, but on Cheerios. I can get down with those, but a little rich for my taste, you know? I, I'll, I'll usually burn through like Cheerios. I like um, a nice uh, honey, honey bunches of oats. Those are nice with almonds or vanilla. And then every now and then I'll throw in a nice cereal like a uh, Golden Grahams. Not a bad cereal because they're not just graham crackers. They're covered in sugar. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know, you throw a sugary bowl in there every like fifth bowl of cereal. But for the most part, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an adult cereal kind of guy. So I don't know. I'm not going to be buying Kellogg's for a little while. That's for sure. All right. Let's stay away from Kellogg's. What do you got? I got a hats off. Ooh. Hats off to you, sir. Hats See, off. I don't. This is a personal hats off, and I, I'm still convinced that maybe I'm an idiot to be looking forward to this. But I got my first jury du jury duty summons, and mm -hmm. I, I'm amped. <laughs> I wish I would get jury duty during fucking quarantine. I've always normally I have like a job, you know, like I was like, no, I actually can't miss a day. I mean, I'm integral in my role. But like if I got it this month, I would be I would be so stoked to get on trial. Exactly. That's why I'm amped. And uh, I like I feel like I've been asking people who have actually done it, like if it's fun or not, because I always think of that joke, like how smart could a jury be? It's 12 people who couldn't get out of jury duty, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But Solid I want to do jury duty and I'm fucking excited because um I mean, there. I did read there like some dumb rules that I, I'm supposed to follow. Like one of the rules is I can't independently research the person on trial. Which not only am I gonna, not only am I gonna personally research this person, I'm gonna crack it. <laughs> I'm gonna crack this case wide open myself. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the cops, fuck the lawyers. I, I'm gonna, dude. I've, I've been watching so much true crime docs. I've been watching some good fucking lawyer movies. I'm going to, as a juror, I'm going to make sure I'm the head juror, and I'm going to be incessant. I'm going to crack this case wide open. Also, I'm going to demand a retrial because no one... <laughs> hasn't no, even started. You haven't even been selected, and no, you know you're going to demand a retrial. You know why? Because I've been thinking about it, man. I've been thinking about it. No one, innocent, <laughs> guilty, no matter what the crime is, no one deserves to be judged by a jury of their peers in Hollywood, California. No way. No fucking... I mean, fucking send You're the case... you in to Hollywood or downtown? Hollywood. Send the case to Simi Valley. Send the case to Long Beach. Send the case to fucking downtown L.A. But no one should have to suffer the ordeal of having a Hollywood jury. Just a bunch of fucking failed actors and singers and comics... All together, no way. I'm I'm down for a retrial just because it's like, bro, my life's on the line. You can't just, I mean, best two out of three. You got to best two out of three, me. <laughs> I'm not getting one trial and going to fucking jail, dude. Yeah, and I'm thinking too, like, uh, 
with how many conspiracy theories are going around and how many conspiracy theory friends, I'm going to get them on the case with me. And before we know it, I'm going to have Bill Clinton linked to this case. I'm going to have fucking <laughs> Trump linked, Tom Hanks. I'm going to bring the whole fucking system down. Going on. I cannot wait. I also think I want to bring a friend to jury duty to keep, you know, to keep me company. <laughs> so, like, imagine I, ha- hey, when they select you and they're like, all right, we selected you to pick trial. You're like, cool. Can I, uh, do you guys do like referrals? <laughs> I, I know somebody else that would like to be on this. I've got some really smart friends. I was thinking since our, our homeless friend Finn, I could bring him or like maybe I can't make it one day. So I Finn goes in my place. Dude, when do you, when are you going? The seventh of September. Maybe I'll just go, and and they're like, "Wait, your name's not on the list." I'm like, ah, but I'm here. Like, you got anything for me? Yeah, you should, dude. Because I want to make this. This I can make this as fun as possible. Like, if I bring some friends, I bring good snacks. We could like. I was thinking about like, uh, well, obviously getting really high, but uh, you know, <laughs> we could bring some. We can make some Moscow mules and put them in a put them in a Nalgene bottle, you know, put them in a water bottle, get a little yeah. buzz on. There's a lot of potential for this case, man. Gin and tomic and a thermos. <laughs> and what I was thinking about doing too is once I find out who the who the fucking defendant is, is I wanna I'm gonna then research their family and DM them on social media and like get invited to their house for dinner because I mean, how can I judge this person until I've walked a mile in their shoes, met their family, slept in their bed? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm going to be the greatest juror of all time. I'm going to be super thorough. And also, I feel like there's a chance of me being like, yeah, I know he's guilty, but he seems really cool. (laughs) Show up dressed like Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to fucking... I mean, I can't act up until I get picked, but I legitimately want to get picked. And I would love to solve this case on my own. Well, also just the drain on tax dollars of like the trial starting and then they have to go back to reselection because you're being a dipshit. Because <laughs> you're, you're fucking Instagram messaging his fucking cousin. <laughs> see if she has like a, a pair of his shoes that you could walk in. Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I can't holy wait, shit. dude. I cannot dude, wait. I almost want to come with you. You should. I encourage it. I want everyone oh. to come with me. My birthday's on the 10th. I think if we show up on the 7th, I think by the 10th coming around, I might be able to give myself a little happy birthday, throw myself a birthday party in the fucking delivering chamber. What's it called? Deliverance? Uh, deliberation? Deliberation chamber. Deliberate, yeah. And yeah, we'll get the stenographer to give you a little, make you a little cupcake. I'm going to, I'll stop everything like, hey, it's jury number 13. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, 13? No, no I, I'm just going to show up as your own personal courtroom sketch artist. <laughs> oh, that would be sick. You're just drawing pictures for me? Just only drawing you in the corner of that fucking, <laughs> that fucking penalty box in the courtroom? Yeah, so I hope it's a good time. I really hope it's a good case. I hope I'm not it's a doing public it for, trial. I'm not doing it for the money. You only make $15 a day, but I'm doing it for justice and... My own ego. I mean, imagine being able to, like, they got the case wrong, all the evidence is fucked up, and then you get in there and you fucking saw, oh, I'd be a goddamn hero. Yeah, the worst part about jury duty is um, courtrooms don't look like what you think they look like. You know what I mean? If you From movies, you're all, we've always been thought it's like, it's ornate wood and, like, these tall panels and, you know what I mean? Nice bat banisters and everything. Uh, these big wooden tables. And you get in there and it's just like office carpet and like fold up tables. Yeah, it's not as cool. But I mean, yeah, I guess I know what to expect. I've been to court. I've been on the other side of the law. Now I'm going to be on the correct side of the law. Before I go to bed tonight, before I lay my head to sleep, I pray the Lord to keep you in jury duty. I hope you get a fucking a goddamn murder trial. Oh, that'd be sick. And you get to let off that fucking kid from Angus like in... uh, what was the fucking that Pauly Shore movie? Yeah, I never saw it, but I, I just hope it's a good time because uh, ev- people have told me it's great. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Rosian yesterday, and he said it's it's actually fun during jury duty. Oh, I trust him. No jury, I, I imagine it's a blast. I just was never able to do it. 
the one time I wanted to do it, I had a, and I was like able to. I had like eight dollars to my name, and I was like, I literally can't miss work. I can't pay my bills. Like you guys can't pay me fourteen cents a day plus ten ten cents a mile traveled or whatever they want to give you. Yeah, they only want to pay you one way. Also, they pay you thirty four <laughs> cents a mile one way. Two quarters. What the not fuck home. am I getting home? Yeah, but it's fucking. This is just yeah, like you said, this is perfect timing. I've never been called before. But I never wanted to do it because I can't, you know, lose money. But now I got nothing to lose except this case. Yeah, I'm on and I'm not losing. I'm not losing this fucking case. If you're on unemployment, the government's paying you. The least you could do is earn that money by being a productive member of our social system. Yeah, I really feel obligated, and I'm going to wear a suit. I'm going to bring a briefcase. <laughs> I'm stepping the fuck out of my juror's box and. I'm going to defend this guy. What's going to be your briefcase? Uh, Skittles? Yeah, I mean, all snacks. Oh, that well, that's what I'll do to... <laughs> that's what I'll do to garner the jury's favor, is I'll, like, throw Skittles out at him. Or, you know, I'll give him some high chews. Yeah. All, no, I'm just going to fill my briefcase with charcuterie. Like, when you open it, it's going to be a perfect charcuterie board. Just salami, artisan cheeses, a little whole grain mustard... It's going to be good. Uh, what is it? Pecorino? Oh, Pecorino's in. Which is also sheep's just milk. A funny way for an Italian guy to just talk about his penis. You suck my fucking Pecorino. Ah. Oh, so, man. I'm, I really have my fingers crossed for you. I cannot fucking wait. There will be updates. Yeah, I'm going to be on my best behavior until I'm selected, and then I'm just going ape shit. Oh, you got to go ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking hair down, they might not pick me. But then also, it's a Hollywood jury. I mean, they've yeah, that's seen true. it all. They've had to have seen it all. Yeah, you but might have to lean into it. Fucking wear have... your best Pearl Snap Hawaiian shirt. No fucking <laughs> combat boots. Yeah, they ain't never seen a motherfucker quite like me. That's for sure. I said you never met a motherfucker quite like me. So let me tell you about updated. my life. Dude, it's also Hollywood. You might be on, like... That fucking trial of like that party that mayor that that YouTuber that Mayor Garcetti put in jail. Okay. Did you, did you hear that? No. That's that's a gloves off to fucking Mayor Garcetti. He um he announced those the new rules where like if you even have gatherings, we're gonna shut off your utilities. Which is oh, like Oh sure. I just didn't know they enforced it yet. No, they did. Some guy was throwing, some like YouTube kid was throwing a party up in the hills, and they the cop showed up and just took everybody in. So you might be sitting on a, you're in Hollywood. You might be getting like a fucking uh, a celebrity trial. Maybe I don't know, uh, Britney Spears' fucking second cousin. Yeah, could be some high profile shit. Might might be good on my resume. Fuck, fingers crossed. Truly, Spencer Calendar, professional juror slash lawyer. Slash justice, <laughs> justice fighter. Justice Hats fighter. Off to you, sir. Wear, get your own badge. Just wear a badge. Oh, yeah, I have badges, actually. I'm good. <laughs> I've got, like, three. Fucking perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to wear my grandpa's police uniform. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I'm out. I got one more, but I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I'm. Um, I'm give or take. I got to wrap this thing up soon, anyway. Uh, All right. So I, I did two. No, I did one. But we, we're at like fifty minutes, something like that. Well, I got. I got one more kind of short one. This is a gloves off. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Gloves off to KFC for. Given into the mob, the fucking rabid mob. What they do? Well, KFC for over sixty years has had one of the all-time best slogans ever, which is "finger licking good," Mm -hmm. which shows how good the food is. It's true. I lick my fingers after eating KFC, but now, in the time of COVID, they have to get rid of it. Because uh, so good, you'll need a wet nap. Yeah, so good, you'll sanitize and wash your hands properly. So only 150 people complain to the Advertising Standards Authority. Imagine having such a petty, pathetic fucking life that it's like 
that you would complain? What do you think morons are going to like forget about Co- KFC is not that good. It's they're going to forget about COVID and just lick their fingers and get it that way. Also, if they have it and it's spreading that way, they're already holding it with their bare hands. Finger licking isn't going to make you get it. Yeah, I don't know. No, unless you're a fucking psychopath who eats fried chicken with a knife and fork. Yeah, so the only like funny thing they did is their new advertising campaign. It still says finger licking good, but they pixelated it out. So it just looks like this weird censored ad. Oh, that's a good way to say like to respond to the criticism, but also go like, fuck you. Yeah, and their statement was like, our slogan doesn't quite fit in the current environment while we're pausing the use of finger licking good. So they plan on bringing it back because it's oh, so good. Of course, they have, good. To. they have to. Rest assured that the food craved by millions isn't changing a bit. So even in their statement, they're not saying the literal words, but they're saying it's still finger licking good. We just can't say finger licking good anymore. Yeah, like what do they. People complain about finger licking good, so they just go to serving only sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things you have to eat with a knife and fork. Sorry, we're going out. We're going boneless for the next six months. Or no, it's it's gonna be boneless for two weeks till we flatten the curve, and then and then a month, and then fast forward to fucking August, and we still can't lick our goddamn fingers, bro. I licked my fingers today. My hands are filthy. I got wood glue on me. I got fucking. I just I literally just ate a tray of chicken and potatoes, and I'm I've got dirt under my fingernails. I'm not getting fucking COVID. Eat my dick. Yeah. And, okay, you go to KFC, wash your hands before you eat, you're good to go. Licking your fingers is not going to give you COVID if you're already eating with your bare fucking hands. You know what? I'm going to go to KFC. I'm, I'm, not, I'm getting fucking all sides, and I'm not touching a piece of plasticware. <laughs> I'm eating mac and cheese with my hands. I'm fucking, I'm scooping, I'm getting gravy on the side. I'm going to scoop three fingers of mashed potatoes and then dip it in gravy. Fucking... I'm just going to eat it like Indian food. It's <laughs> just like <laughs> just a, a plate of fucking fucking coleslaw. Well, oh. if you do it, I'm going to do that, too. Let's do it in the jury box. <laughs> Dude, how fucking funny would that be? If Are you, you allowed to bust... bring food in? Like, I, I mean, you have a briefcase. Like, why not? Yeah, because they said they have like, I don't know, they do metal detectors and stuff, but you're allowed to bring your own lunch, I, I would assume. Because it did say in the paper, like, snack, snack, they're like vending machines on the second floor, cafeteria on the third floor. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, KFC vending machine. <laughs> Just like but a, yeah. Mr. Coffee that spits out gravy. I'm sure someone's done that where you just like if I just bust it out like a two piece and a biscuit in the box and be like, <laughs> what? It's a long trial. I'm hungry. What? Oh, you can only bring your lunch if it's in a fucking lunchbox? Like. Because they just say you're allowed to bring your own lunch, and they're just assuming <laughs> you're going to be like, I don't know, a, a, you know, a ham and cheese on white bread in your fucking pe- lunch pail. But it doesn't say anything about fucking some fucking good old southern fast food finger food. Yeah, get some KFC and like a little sushi, maybe. <laughs> That's an awful combination. You know what's fucked up about KFC? It's not even southern. It was founded in Utah. Is it really? The Colonel's from Utah? The the original, the very first flagship KFC is in Salt Lake City. Fuck. No, you know, you know, because I was thinking bolo tie, but now I'm thinking about it. He has that weird tie where it's a bow tie, but also dangles. Yeah, it looks like a Christmas bow. Exactly. It's not very a Salt Lake vibe, but the Colonel for sure. Didn't he have an accent? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if the colonel's real or not, but yeah, maybe he was. No, the colonel's real. No one's debating if the colonel's real. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe like Norm should... McDonald, right? We should both dress up like the colonel. He, I mean, that's a suit. That's professional. That's jury duty. Yeah. Because that's one of the requirements. It says to dress like nice, but what if you just show up in a t-shirt and they can make you go home? I think all it said business casual. I think they frown upon t-shirts, but definitely no flip-flops. Definitely no flip-flops. So, well, I, don't, I haven't worn a flip-flop since I was seven, so it's all good here. Yeah, so I'm going to follow the rules to a T until I get selected, and then I'm just going to rattle around the court, try to change things. <laughs> to wait till that badge gets you in a couple locked doors. Yeah. Oh, man, that is so fucking funny. I cannot wait. 
All right. Um, I think that's it for hats off, gloves off, folks. It's been uh, nice. It's been nice. I gotta. I'm exhausted. Okay, so we just got an update. The colonel sold chicken on the side of the road in Kentucky, and then uh, and then opened in Utah. Maybe yeah. he like banged a bunch of like ten year olds and had to flee. Um, not out of question. But also, I don't. There's probably no shortage of fried chicken places in the South. So he's like, let me take this southern flavor elsewhere. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Nothing's like uh, in Norway, they fucking love tacos because like one guy showed up, one Mexican dude, he's the first Mexican guy in Norway like 30 years ago. He's like, you guys try this shit. And they're, they fucking can't get enough of it because they never had tacos before. So that's probably where fried chicken was to Utah. They're all up there being Mormon, eating fucking like boiled ham and fucking baked <laughs> potatoes. And then he, this dude shows up with fucking crispy ass fucking 11 herbs and spices. And then the rest is history. All right. Finger licking good. This podcast is finger licking good. Finger licking podcast. <laughs> so this is Hats Off, Gloves Off. Make sure you go follow our Instagram. It's at Hogopod. And there you can send us direct message or just comment on anything. I don't know. I get all the notifications in the same place. Um, we got multiple people checking that account. You can um, give us your comments, corrections. Uh, you can request updates on old stories. Uh, uh, that's about it. You, hate mail. We take hate mail. Uh, if you're looking to send dick pics, that goes to Robot Spencer, at Robot Spencer. Um, also, any tips for jury duty? Um, <laughs> take all the tips I can get. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll be there in the least capacity. I'll be person, Spencer's personal sketch artist, courtroom sketch artist, <laughs> for at least a couple days. Um, shout out to Kentucky. Um, and you know what? Tennessee, for that matter, because the Kentucky guy just popped back up on screen. Not to make you feel special. <laughs> and now we're back to a WeWork. Um, all right. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Follow us at Hogopod. Also follow the leader of our team over here at Beam Jeremy. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Love you.